Yeah. Amira, I listened to, okay, I'm going to divert and then come back because I, ha- I have a thought. Okay. But um, uh, I haven't been listening to as many podcasts um, the last couple weeks. I, um, I have a job. I don't know if I've told you, but I have a job. Yes. Um, and, um, yeah, it's been, like, the transition, I think, has just been, like, a really – been a steep learning curve which is expected but it feels different when you're in it like I knew it was going to be a steep learning curve and now I'm in the steep learning curve and I'm like yeah I just want to know everything and yeah but um um when you say like steep learning curve what do you mean or like in in that context um I think in every aspect of the of it um steep learning curve like how do I turn off my brain from work after 5 p.m. even though I'm working? Like everything that happens, I actually went into Julia's room because she's gone now because I do every single thing in my room, which I'm so mm-hmm. glad I have my own room. But it's like, holy crap, everything happens. And like every, you know, like if I want to do like yoga or stretch or do art or read my book or go to bed or do like my work day. It's all in the same room, which again, like (laughs) what a, what a luxury to be able to say, like, I'm tired of my room, (laughs) my own room, but, um, it's kind of true. So, but yes, like shutting my laptop, shutting, like not going to it has been hard. And then like getting my brain to turn off. I have to, I've noticed I have to like do some kind of a workout or whatever to like, actually have my brain have that shift from like okay work day to like you're off work um so I've learned that but but most of the steep learning curve has been um like learning to work with adults in an adult work environment um and to do that as like the youngest person in the work environment Mm. um yeah I'm like so aware of that all the time which is it like, I don't know. It's an interest. I mean, um, I, I've never been so aware of a part of myself, like within an environment and it's provided a lot of clarity for like what it's like for anyone that has a aspect of themselves that is different from the group, you know, like everyone that I work with is a bit older. So then I'm like very aware of the fact that I'm not, and I'm sure like I felt that when it's like I'm the only female in the room or you know like it's just wild to have that take up like so much space and be like okay like it's okay to say this even though you're the youngest or like it's okay to like do this even though you're the youngest it's like why do I have to like I'm I'm learning to like not have that um be a barrier for so much of my like thoughts and um contributions Um, and also like, just like learning, like what work, what my role is, um, in the program that I'm in and what do the members, so the people that we work with in the community are people that have a diagnosed severe and persistent mental illness. Um, and so they've been living with a severe mental illness for like most of them 10 plus years. Um, a lot of them like 
it's um, incredibly debilitating. So like they don't have jobs um, and are on some um, type of like assistance program. Um, so that's also another like learning curve is I, I understand mental illness from an observer and through like relationships that I have with people, but it's like a whole different understanding that I feel that I want to obtain of like, what does it mean to have a severe and persistent mental illness and like people that have been like trying to heal for like 20 plus years, you know? Um, I feel like I have a lot to learn in that realm for just like emotional understanding, but also like different types of assistance, like different types of housing assistance, different types of income assistance, like knowing the acronyms for them and then like knowing how to help people apply for and um, be aware of and know their rights around like all of those has been a steep learning curve, which I'm again, like big picture. I'm like, this is what I wanted. Like I wanted to have this understanding in this challenge, but in the moment I'm like, yeah I was gonna ask you okay one well I'll ask you this first and then I'll ask you the second one so I want to go back to um because I was trying not to interrupt you (laughs) I I kind of know what's going (laughs) no 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 because I was just like sometimes I notice that um because I am anticipating like where someone's going or like I do have a question sometimes I just don't let them like fully so I'm trying to just like and and in like any instance not just like just yeah um but so when you were talking about you know obviously you're on these zoom calls and then you're with folks that are a lot older than you are um I guess my question is like what does that feel like in your body and then also Mm. Um, does that, do you feel like it's different because we're in like a COVID? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Fascinating that you bring that up. What does it feel like where in my body or how does it feel in my body? I just started reading my grandmother's hands. Um, and, um, are you familiar with the book or what? I've heard of the book, but I don't know okay. much more. About. Okay. It's basically like, how, where do we hold things in our body and how long have we held things in our body? Mm. Um, and how do you, I love that the author often uses the word metabolize. Like how do we actually metabolize things so that it goes through us? And how do you do that with challenging things in the moment? But how do you do that with, well, your ancestors have had challenging things and that hasn't been metabolized and it hasn't been metabolized. And so now you're not only working through metabolizing your challenges, but your whole lineage, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and how is that, how are there similarities, but vast differences in, in like the human race of how much we have to do that or in what, you know, um, to what extent? Yeah. So I've been very aware of that. I like that you asked that. Um, it's like, it's always like right in my throat and it's like right down in my gut where it's like a, like a constriction, Mm. you know, where like I'm aware of it in my body when I hear something that someone says where I'm like, I, that doesn't sound 
like that we're keeping the intentions, the best intentions of the members in mind. But then I get like, I don't know how to say that in a way that's not. Yeah. I'm also so hyper aware of how we communicate verbally, non-verbally, like with our, with our tone, with our everything. So I'm like, I don't want to, I want to portray this message, but I don't know how to do it in the moment. So it's like, mm. yeah. Cause I was going to ask that because like, so I think with COVID and like you're on a new team with people and you're meeting people virtually, like people don't get a chance to get to know you like on a energy way. Cause then when you have a conversation that might be, like, you kind of like already know like the psychology of like, I don't know, like whatever the, that person. So I feel yes. like it does make it, you're like, mm. Yes. 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 And that was, yeah, like your second question, like, I think it was something along the lines of like, how is it different or has it been different because of COVID, like, you know, like online and totally. And something that I've been actually, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think like, okay, I feel this. How do I, what's the next step? Yeah. Um, and I've been setting up just like 30 minute meetings with, um, there's like 15 people on like the big team. And then, um, I'm on a smaller team of four. So I get to chat with them a lot, which is nice, but like the larger team, I don't know them. Um, and so just setting up some like 30 minutes and kind of like you mentioned this earlier, like when you're intentionally isolating, like you have to, it feels like more work to just like have a conversation. And for me, it's like, until I get to that conversation, I'm like, I have to like do another thing on my laptop. Yeah. And then when I'm in it, I'm like, Oh, I wanted this or I needed this. So like, you know? Yeah. So yes, it has felt different. And that's, um, yeah. Something I've been trying to do. Um, How has it been? Oh, cool. (laughs) I want to do two things. Okay. I want to, um, Okay. I want to turn off the screen so I can't hear you. <laughs> um, how, okay. How has it been for me? I feel like after, okay, so after we, I did have other things that I want to talk to you. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. I feel like it, has been awkward I feel like I'm getting out of that awkward stage um so I, th- I think in, I would say that most of the folks that I work with are a lot older than me some of them are you know in their 30s so it doesn't feel like because they're technically millennials too yeah so it's yeah. just like just a different type of millennial but um what was I gonna say I think the biggest like challenge is in generations or working across generations or multi-generational work is the sense of obviously um, like expertise and like ownership of information. And I would like to say that my, our generation is a little bit more intentional and Mm. a little bit more aware of like I don't know maybe I this could just be a generalization but 
I'm a lot more aware, aware of like implicit bias and like mm. in, in the workspace that I don't think that like now this is like a new thing for people, but like we're, we're going into like our career with this, you know what I'm saying? We're not like mid career or like about to retire and we've never had this type of conversation or we've yeah. never had to do the like inner self work yeah. versus like we're a generation of people who literally were starting our careers yeah. with Mm, mind frame of like of like awareness and Mm -hmm. like empathy and like how you treat people and like what you say and like it might be pc to some people but it's also just like considerate and like respect so i feel like that's just how i like go into a space like what any space Mm -hmm. that we're in i'm like it's not really that i'm aware of my environment i'm just more aware of like how words affect people and then like kind of what you're saying like you're very and then like what's what's being said what's not being said what's needed and then then you're like okay I know this thing but at the same time I'm really not the expert here so even though I'm I have this like sense of observation how much can I say because I've been wanting I've sometimes Mm. I be holding my tongue with stuff I'm like this might not be the time This might not be the time, and I just will. Hmm. <laughs> I'll wait. So. Yeah. 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 Do you? Yeah. Okay. No, I'm going to. I I want to let you direct the conversation. I feel like I'm like. If there's something you want to say, that's fine. I like, I'm very cognizant of okay. like where, okay. where we are. Okay. So it's fine. Okay. Um, do you ever get times where like you're like I need to hold my tongue like I'm not gonna do this I'm not gonna say right now now's not the time do you ever have this like kind of vacillating thought of like I'm gonna I'm gonna I need to say something now or like no it's not the time like this is not the most helpful beneficial time to like bring this up or have this conversation and then you're like it's kind of like teeter-tottering I feel that sometimes where I'm like well wait, maybe. And I, I mean, I, I think that'll just come with like time and awareness of like learning through experience, what times are like appropriate and needed, you know, but I don't, yeah. When that happens and I'm, I think about one importance, like how important is this to what's going on right now? And is it harming someone and like, in what way? And then also before I also think about where I am at. So like, yeah. where where am I emotionally? Am I angry? Am I irritated? Am I like upset? Because I don't want to like talk from that point. Yeah. So I think some of my, some of the, t- the instances, instances where I've like not said something, it's because I'm like, I'm way too emotionally wrapped up in this. Mm. Not that the emotions are bad, but like, I want it to be, like, I know what I want to get out of this space. And it might be best if I like come back to this at a more neutral point where yeah. no one, not everyone's emotions are like heightened. And then we can kind of like come back to this topic and then like unpack it at a, at a different time. Yeah. Um, and then it also kind of gives me time to figure out like, Oh, how important is this? And then also assessing other people's intentions. Like maybe they didn't mean to do it yeah. in this way. And I feel like sometimes space and time allows you to like 
unpack those and then you yeah. can kind of come back and have a conversation um yeah because sometimes i think sometimes people self-correct themselves as well mm-hmm. even if they didn't do it and i know i've noticed that like maybe i've not said it but i've kind of waited and like seen if they if they caught what they said and sometimes and i'm like oh, okay i think they did yeah. like cool i don't have yeah. to because yeah. <laughs> I was rainy uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. but okay so where I wanted the second half of this conversation to go yeah. um and I'm trying not to like be interviewee but doesn't feel like okay cool um is like what journey are you on I feel like we've obviously mm. have had monthly talks since the summer um and I've seen your journey evolve like over that time um and so yeah I'm curious what you think what journey you're on what um this like divine timing is uh wild um I just finished so I'm like I have my last page of my journal, like my year journal. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, great. Like, that'll be like, I'll start with um, chatting with Amira and then like, I'll start my new one. And so last night, I started reading through it. Um, and I, um, it's, it really does feel like surreal reading just like one year. Um, and everyone's like, we're going to look back on 2020 and it's um, going to be like so crazy. The it's the word we use a lot is unprecedented. And um, there's truth to all that. There's truth to all that. But then I don't know, it takes on a whole, for me, like last night was a really holy crap moment <laughs> because so did you read through your, your, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so like I read through the my journal. Um and um reading like um goals that I had set without um goals that I'd set for myself at the beginning of the year and then frustrations that I have like described and um worries and and also like uh just writing down like lovey happy moments um and reading it like cover to cover um was a really reassuring thing for me to do last night because um I think right before this new job, I felt super stagnant and like, like I had let myself and others down because of that stagnation. And, um, and then when I, and I don't know, I don't, maybe it's okay that it took like me to get a job to realize it. Maybe not. Maybe I need to look into like my need for productivity and to whatever to subscribe to to that, but maybe it was just a good, a good life moment that I, I needed. Um, 
but um i think it was like that was a really this this getting a job at the end of october um before the election it felt like um it felt like hope and reassurance that I hadn't felt a lot in the last year of like, no, I'm still working towards something along with like other humans and other humans are still working towards something that's like really um, necessary and overdue. Um, and there's commonalities of like our humanity. And I don't know, for me, the election, like I'm, Biden's obviously not a first choice or a second or a third. No, because it says Minnesota for war. <laughs> this is this is um <laughs> Julia's, but honestly, yeah, yeah, I would have preferred. Um, <laughs> would have much preferred. Anyways, I was waiting it, for Warren. Just, yeah, I know. Good. And now, oh uh, yes. Um, but. It, it it was a sign, not, not him, not his anything, not really anything about Biden, but it was just a sign of like people's work matters. Um, and I chose not to focus on how many people still voted the other way and try to really intentionally focus on like a lot of the organizers whose work like changed the outcome of 2020 um and then I was thinking in like people in my life and kind of coming back to my journal like people in my life where like their actions and intentions changed the outcome of this year um and it just feels whether it's rooted in just like a feeling or fact like it feels like um set on a new and good trajectory or a, yeah. just a, a shift of it. So when I'm thinking about like what journey am I on, like I think it's staying the same in the fact that it's um, always reassessing what skills and abilities and um, what skills, abilities and like resources do I have right now to keep moving forward with humanity. Um, but the journey is different in that um, it feels like there's a checkpoint, like we just passed a really important checkpoint and you know, the next checkpoint is like, it's more tangible, um, more attainable. I don't, you know, and yeah, what that checkpoint is. Uh, I think it's, like yeah the I was big picture moving humanity forward but yeah um I was gonna say it creates space like it opens up the space to do more. yeah yeah and like that space would not be possible if yeah. we allowed Trump to have another yeah. four years yeah like my body was like con feeling constricted yes but now there's like this like mm release of like okay cool we can do stuff <laughs> I, okay but it's funny though seeing tweets that uh, are like oh back to the old racism we grew up on 
But honestly, it's wild. I mean, I feel like, I mean, there's definitely meaning in, you know, America having to confront and face like, okay, this is where we're at, like on a heart level. And now it's kind of like more motivation to like get stuff done. Yeah. Um, I'm not to say that like we won't encounter more instances of like fascism and like obstacles and that, but it's just like, okay, cool. We're like in this space where we can get believe yes yeah. no keep going I'm no there's a book I want to it's it's currently out of stock but I have a cool one of my really cool co-workers she's an artist um she's like a multimedia artist filmmaker she paints does all these cool things um she showed me it's called the woman's creative collective something and there's a I'm gonna send you this book once we're done Um, because what you just said reminded me of the title of the book, um, about opening up the space. That's anyways, back to what you're saying. Um, oh geez, the word that I wrote down in my, like the first word after the election that I had in my journal was like exhale. Um, and that's, yeah, similar. And I mean, again, similar and different from what you said, but it, I feel that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and yeah, similarly and differently in my own body. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I think, okay, I want to go back yeah. oof, to two, to two, to one. Mm-hmm. back and forward. Okay. Okay. So I was interested in what you were saying about, or like wanting to dive deeper in the emotions behind feeling useless to the people around you before mm-hmm you got a job that was like secure let's let's unpack that <laughs> let's un- no thank you Amir. no um, <laughs> yes no. yeah because no it's like I that's kind of like how you said because like that's I mean not that necessarily we need to go into the like full emotional work but I feel like that um I, I mean on that so like you were saying I think there's two parts to that um that I noticed mm-hmm and that's um, feeling useless or, like, without that sense of, like, security and productivity. Because I think it's also just security at the same time. Like, it is, it's productivity, like, needing to be doing something. But then it's also, like, there's, like, a sense of purpose. Like, you know what you're – but then when you're kind of, like, in limbo, it doesn't feel – like, you feel like you're just, like, ah. So, like, I, like, I empathize and I understand that. Um, and then you also said – that um it sounded like you found meaning in like it's still a part like like about of that journey um of like like you were still like growing into your person in that and then like moving moving onward I guess Mm -hmm. I don't know if I articulate how, how I like see it but like Sometimes I worry that we're going to, like, discard those moments as, like, before I had my shit together. But, like, those were kind of, like, valuable to, like, the time and, like, space that we are now or that we're going into. Because we've all been trying to, like, okay, have a job. You know what? Now that you say it like that, yes. 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 I 
so and again like reading rereading my journal last night too reassure me i so needed every single moment like of this year i don't like maybe i didn't need every single moment yes but, i got it like but, all of it but <laughs> but it, no i didn't i didn't at all like like some journal entries are literally like the beginning is just like fuck period like you know like i didn't but but nece- like all necessary um, yeah and i yeah yeah i feel it, like yeah it okay so and maybe this is for me and maybe this is the reason why I'm able to do this project now than I was mm-hmm. before is I feel like it made me so uncomfortable to the point where like this year it kind of like forced and it, maybe not for everyone but for me forced me into like fully coming to grips with what's been holding me back from mm-hmm. like from being not just being open what is it I don't know if it's accepting my purpose or like Hmm. um taking ownership of my purpose or like demanding my purpose and like um not just like asking but just like being like I'm going to do this no matter what like um I think that at least this is where I'm trying to go into and where I'm hoping that I'm headed is um, demanding for myself, like you're going to do the creative work and the what's inside of you. And like, don't be like um, last days ago about it or lazy about it, but just like, get up every day and like be intentional and like follow through with what the tools you've been given. Mm. And Mm. I think that that takes, um, it like as much as I wish that I would have been ready before. And I'm not saying that I'm a hundred percent ready now, but I'm getting myself to that point. But it's like, for me, I had to go through like a grieving process and, and then like, um, yeah, I don't know, just all of the the different emotions and, like, feeling helpless and, like, feeling mm-hmm. sorry for myself mm-hmm. and then also, like, doing things that weren't, that didn't serve me or that I didn't, really didn't want and not being able to say no to things that I didn't really want. Like, that's, I wouldn't, I'm not trying to call myself pathetic, but, like, it's kind of, like, no. Um, but, like, that, I think that mentality is pathetic. It's just, like, no, like, it's okay to once you do have like an idea of what you want to do and like just like go kind of just going for it um I feel like I'm trying to connect back to a point but um yeah in terms of like this year um and yeah I think that's all I want to say for that is just like cultivating a sense of ownership. And then also like this season helped me know what I want mm. and like go for what I want and like 
it's almost like this year created space for me to be able to do that because you kind of have to like I don't know if I'm if I I think I'm making sense to you you're making so much sense so much sense okay because I'm like I'm rambling yes no 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 yeah it for me for me um I I love listening to like the way that you describe it because it totally shows like I'm so glad that you're my friend because you think about things similarly and differently from, than me, but like what you just said, how I, how I have experienced that in the last year is like, like nurturing myself or like whatever you want to call nurturing yourself, self-care, uh, what, whatever you want to call it, like entails holding myself accountable to what I am dreaming of working towards goal setting for. Like it, it entails that accountability. Um, and you use the word ownership, like you needed this, like a lot of this year allowed you to take, you know, you went through a lot of different phases of, um, that helped you get to like taking ownership. And I have like, I think when I kind of going back to the point of like, I did not feel useless before having this job. Um, but I think like that time, right. There's like the real, um, the real implications of security, like of financial security. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, like that's real. (laughs) And, you know, it's like talking about the difference between like, what is it? Uh, uh, being in danger and being scared, right? Like being in Mm -hmm. danger is like, it's real, like there's an imminent threat and like, not that I was experiencing an imminent threat, but it was like looming, like. Yeah, you need your, need, I, you need your need you know, that. Yeah, like loans are coming and rent is on the first of the month. And I was experiencing that for my own, like for my own, not like, can't even imagine thinking about that for like a partner or a parent or a sibling or holy shit, <laughs> holy shit. Um, that, yeah, but like, that's real, right? Like that, uh, imminent need to pay those bills. But then there's like the other side of it. That's not necessarily a danger, but like a fear or the scariness, the emotion that goes along with like, am I on my path? If I'm not, if there's not like one focus, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and it was really great because my answer, my answer for me is yeah. And there is goals and purpose without a job. And now with this job that aligns with, I think, again, like my skills and abilities um, and goals, like, and there's a way now that I can like funnel that energy um, to this role and also I can still keep funneling it to like other aspects of who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for like one second. <laughs> what? I had this thought like <laughs> these uh, big ass kids talking about like deep ish. I don't know. Is that what this is? Are you going to title it this? 
Are you going to switch from 21 Saturdays to big ass kids talking about real shit? Yes. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) All right. I'm behind it. (laughs) It was, yes. It was more of like, um, yeah, I just think, yeah, I don't know. It was more of that, like, thinking about what a generation like before us would think about like the conversation that we're having I think that just like Mm -hmm. popped into my head um before so I did we're almost like at an hour yeah also Um, okay how many do you how many folks are you doing this with 21 okay I didn't know if it was like 21 Saturdays like you were doing 21 separate Saturdays or different like I don't know if it was every Every Saturday until April, I will be doing this. So I'm excited, which is like, yay. (laughs) I get to talk with people. uh, It's so freaking cool. Um, Yeah, I'm still waiting for confirmation from some people, but I pretty much, we're through Feb now. So two more months to fill. Can we have like a celebration for you at the, like to culminate this? Cause I would love to see the people that you've been talking, like hear from Ooh, the people you've been talking I mean, to. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited. And you should celebrate cause that's a lot of work you put in too. Yes. And are going to put in. Hopefully by the end of this project, we will all be able to meet in person. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, that is yes. my prayer. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 